Shit. All right. What's up, guys? Welcome to another No Guidance Podcast brought to you guys by yours truly, Barada. I got a special guest today. I mean, if you want to introduce yourself and hello. Uh, my name is Ryan, also known as Soul Sneakers 206 on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I met you through, you know, TJ. So shout out to TJ Tapping Kicks if you guys don't know. But I mean, you're into the same field as them or yeah. same as TJ. I mean, how did you get into all of the whole sneaker? I guess instead of how did you get into it? It's like, when did you first get into like sneakers? Like, um, so I got really into sneakers probably back. Um, I was in sixth grade actually, mm-hmm. and then the Hyper Dunks. I just started like really getting big. Um, you can do Nike ID on Hyper Dunks. What Kobe's. year was that? Like, 20? I think it was like twenty ten or something. Maybe before Damn. that actually. Okay, okay. Um, but I wasn't able to afford the um, the LeBron and Kobe ID, so I just did the Hyper Dunks and. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I just kind of got into sneakers. I didn't like get really heavy into sneakers until I actually had a job. So right. when I started working um, in high school, and then after uh, I left high school, then um, that's when I got really heavy into sneakers. Okay. And uh, I started reselling oh, about like nine months ago now. Okay, so you could say you're pretty new to the, I guess, reselling game, but not really to the sneaker game. Right? Yeah, pretty new. Yeah. So I mean, shoot, I think it's for me. I got into like sneakers probably around the same time too it's mm-hmm. like i think sixth grade was the time where it was like you know i got into it but it was never really i could it was always i saw the shoes but i could never buy them just because yeah. in the same <laughs> situation where you know it's like yeah. oh we got you know we could look at the shoes but i never had the money as a kid right you know i don't i wasn't the type of person to be like oh mom dad can i get Thanks. this money yeah. you know so it's like i think for me i started reselling just to get more shoes that's that's the main reason mm-hmm. for me yeah back then I feel it. But, I mean, I guess, what was you? I mean, back then, you know, 6th grade, 7th grade, I mean, what was your favorite Jordan? I guess, let's say that. Uh, my favorite Jordan's always been the 4s, so, I don't know, because I've... Which colorway, though? Uh, back then, it was probably white cement 4s. I white think cement. now, though, it's probably, it's probably breads. The breads? Just because I have a pair and I... Beat the shit out of them. <laughs> you want to get a new pair of this one? Uh, I don't know, man. They they hold up really well. Oh, I, I beat them up for a, about a year straight, every day, going to work and back, all that commuting, and then uh, they still held their shit. Yeah, I saw fire it. reds though. Fire reds are up there too now. Yeah, I feel like with the fours, it's well, that's one of the shoes that could get beat and beat and beat. You yeah. just wear the Bro, it's like, like a boot. To, yeah, like it's a work boot. Yeah, it's really like you could beat the shit out of it and it still holds up to yeah. like you know, to I guess the quality of the fours I feel like. If you wanted a solid Jordan, I think a Jordan four would be solid. Yeah, I feel like just like value wise you're gonna get a better bang for your buck. Yeah. Especially now because fours are a lot cheaper than ones generally. Is it really? Um yeah oh, depending, resale wise, right? Yeah, the, yeah resale, resale wise. wise not retail but I was gonna um, say retail, that's like two twenty yeah. so but um, if you need to get a pair on second hand, then fours are a good option. Mm-hmm. They're going to last you at least a few years, actually, yeah. just, like, looking good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Jordans, you can get away with the overdone, overworn look. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter. Once you beat them up, they're still good to go. Yeah, I think there's only a couple of Jordans that I would say look good when they're beat. I think maybe oh, – I feel like the Jordan 1s is probably a good one just yeah. because, you know – I feel like the grunge look is coming back in. Oh, yeah. You know, just the vintage and all that. So, I mean, also the Jordan 4s, like you're saying, you know, it could be beat. But wearing it as a daily, I feel like it's a solid shoe. Yeah. I mean, personally, I like the Jordan 3s, too. I love 3s, yeah. You no, do? Yeah. yeah. See, see, we're on the same wavelength. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, all right. If you had to give top five shoes for, 
I guess let's do for a new person getting into sneakers. Mm-hmm. Let's say right now, top five. Like, what would you choose? Like, if you had to give someone like someone trying to get into shoes and all that, uh, like a like a staple, like a go to. Top five like colorway, right? Too or just mm, model. It, does, in it, doesn't have, it could be model. Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it has to be specific colorway. Does it have to be know. like hype shoe or just no, like shoes just, in general. I just say if you're new to the sneaker game and you're just trying to, you know, solid pick up, just to uh, be like, oh yeah, he, I'm into it now. You know. I'd say uh, especially living here, number one is probably the bread fours. Bread fours. Yeah. Uh, you can wear that with everything. You can wear them all year. And they're gonna because of the weather here. You kind of need a shoe that's not gonna like get stained or anything. Yeah. So I wouldn't go with like a suede white shoe or anything like that, mm-hmm. or suede in general. Oh yeah. Um, if you're talking about like shoes that aren't hyped, one of the first shoes like I was really really happy I got were just a pair of regular ass Ultra Boosts. Bro, no. Just to, dailies. I think, to this day I wear mine. Yeah. Like I wear it for just beers. To be honest, I use them for work now, but. But if they let me wear those to work when I was working at a day job, I would have worn those every fucking Wait, day. What I mean, is there a dress code for They it has to be like non slip shoes where I was working. So it has to be like uh, it has to be like those payless type shoes. Oh uh, we like, had this one chick, she wore um fucking black air forces. And, <laughs> and like I was the manager, so it's like it's my job to tell her you gotta go home and get actual shoes. Uh, but she had black air, air forces on, I'm not gonna said, fuck he with said, her. I'm not gonna fuck nah. with it. You said the stigma with the black air forces, yeah, yep, nah, you gotta leave it intimidating <laughs> but uh okay. yeah i think uh the black like the triple black ultra boosts are solid mm-hmm. i just got a, a re-up on them mm-hmm. so Which one? very the happy three four point three? uh one point else oh the new oh the old ones yeah, oh, yeah. Geez. i don't know there's something about the shape of it after you wear it is better but i think like they look they look the fucking same otherwise yeah. but I, yeah the prime i mean they just switch up the stitching just like yeah. a little bit but i mean i feel like when it comes to the ultra boost when they say it's 1.0 2.0 it's just really like they're just <laughs> They're really doing the same thing as they do with, I guess, what is it, like Madden and 2K. It's like yeah. the same thing yeah. every year, basically. but it's basically just switch up little things. Right. Right. So, I mean, well, that's, so we got Jordan 4s, we got Ultra Boost. Yeah. Oh, we can say, let's just do one more. What do you um, say? I would say just, I'm going to go with the hype show. I guess the Jordan 1 is fine as Jordan, well. Yeah. Just Jordan 1 highs. Um, you can go with mids or lows too, mm-hmm. actually, but um, Jordan One highs, you're probably gonna get more street cred for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, especially from like if you want respect from like like OG sneakerheads, mm-hmm. then you're gonna have to wear highs. If you wear mids and lows, most of them are gonna criticize you. Um, See, there's like the stigma, whether yeah. it's like deserved or not, it's there. Uh, it's unfortunate because like hell of people are getting on the mids and lows right now. I'm okay. So the thing I say is, I think the lows were cool. But the Miz were something like every. I feel like if I catch someone wearing those, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> to be honest, because that's yeah. just me, just because it's like, you know, Jordan Highs were always the OG. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, when it comes to Jordan 1s, do you like wearing a beat or do you like it like clean cut? Um, I'd say like a healthy in between. I don't want them to look like fresh out the box, but mm-hmm. I want them to look like I wore them probably a few times. Yeah. So not like heavy creasing and a ton of dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say like if the midsole isn't like perfectly white, white yeah. that's good. And then like if it shows like a little bit of like, not even like regular, like actual creasing, more like uh, just like how tumbled leather, how it kind of morphs a little bit. Right, so, yeah, yeah. So, so it looks a little more broken in. Yeah. Um, I just got a pair of the neutral grays, the 85 highs that just oh, retro. Tell me what, on sneakers app, I try to get it. So for any of you guys know, who actually are into sneakers and all that, I mean, 
all of like the Nike shoes. I mean, do you usually hit on sneakers no. up? You I'm, don't? I've never hit on sneakers once. For real? Oh, wait, but I hit I on... recently just got like a couple hits. Damn, you're lucky. Yeah, uh, I, I don't even know how. Gotta take it. I got the bread toes back when they dropped, but that, that was, was it. Fucking... That was my, you know what's funny? That was my first attempt on the sneakers app. And, and you so, got it? Yeah, but everyone <laughs> told me, bro, don't download those apps. It's going to make you upset. And then when I download it, I get my first drop. So I'm like, they're capping. And then yeah, and just, after that, nothing. Nothing. Three years later, three, still nothing. Damn. Wait, the, it's been like bread three years. came out three years ago? The bread toes. I think bread it was toes? 2018. Bro, it's been a minute. I feel like time has been flying, to be honest. Yeah. I um, just remember TJ getting a good amount back then. Oh, really? He was flipping those, yeah. Because he was like, oh, yeah, these are going to go for high. I was like, bro. Huh? You're just right. And then, yeah, I mean, it's crazy how Jordan ones, I think. Like how they reemerged to be like, uh, you know, a staple shoe. It seems like in the sneaker game, but I feel like it's. Yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about like TikTokers, like you know, blowing it up? Because I really think it's from that. Um, I feel like Jordan ones were kind of on their way back up because at one point, for the people that don't know that, like maybe just gone to sneakers the last, I want to say like two years or three years. Jordan ones were always the shoe, but like. It wasn't the only shoe. Mm-hmm. Like Jordan threes and fours were thought, yeah. always at the same level for such a long time, and then elevens for like I want to say like eight, at least eight to ten years were even more sought after at one point. Yeah. Um. So Jordan ones weren't always like the hottest of hot. It was just always like, you know, there's like I feel like Jordan one, three, four, and eleven were like one A, one B, one C. Yeah, I feel like that was just like the tears right there. Yeah. You know. They're just I mean, so close. But um, I think recently, it's just because of Instagram and TikTok, because Instagram has really uh, blown up the streetwear and um, sneakerhead culture to be more mainstream. Um, I don't think like streetwear or being a sneakerhead was really mainstream for a very long time until the last few years, um, especially with like rich uh, Gen Z millennial type kids. Yeah, yeah. I think the biggest the influence on the Jordan one to be honest with Trap Scott. I think he brought really the streetwear look to mainstream, I feel like. Cuz you know how like, you know, Drake and Kanye, they had, you know, they had their waves back then. But yeah. I, I personally I think, you know, Travis Scott was had to do like he was the reason why mm-hmm. it kind of blew up just because streetwear, the way he dresses and all that. I feel like he got he has better style than Drake and all the all the other people. Drake dresses terribly. So. Cuz I th- yeah, it's just money. You know, <laughs> it's like there's a difference between when you're actually like fitted and it's just rich stuff. It's like yeah. wearing all Gucci shit and it's just like, bro, that's not fit, you know, right. because if the shoes don't match with the, you know, the whole outfit, then it's just like, bro, yeah. what are you doing? Kanye played a pretty big role in uh, yeah. bringing the ones back before, but I don't think it was. Um, yeah, I mean, you could probably say Travis Scott, Kylie, all these guys, mm-hmm. they helped make the Jordan one mainstream mainstream. I think what Kanye did was bring the attention back to the Jordan 1 for sneakerheads. Mm-hmm. People like Travis um, and Kylie, those two especially, probably brought it down to the masses of people that weren't sneakerheads already. Whereas like Kanye, I think you had to be a sneakerhead sneaker to, to actually influence you. Yeah, I think I think it's crazy how the sneaker game, just reselling-wise, I mean, so you're saying you got into reselling, say, like nine months, so less than a year, right? Yeah. So, I mean, what have you learned and what's the tips, I guess you would say, for you know new people who are actually trying to get into it um you know it really depends on like where you're starting from Mm -hmm. um i'm actually starting a youtube channel pretty soon for this kind of stuff because i get asked um 
pretty regularly and it's fucking annoying. Bro, I think um, you should. I think well, you should, personally. Anybody... I've been delaying it. For I'm, real? I'm just lazy. Um, <laughs> Come on, bro. I, I you got, gotta get on that, bro. I got time and time, and I always fucking push it off. But um, it's coming this year for sure. I just got to I hope this year, man. It just started. <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah, right. No, no, definitely, if you start that up, I mean, I'm, I'll help promote that. You know, you've been... Oh, freaking, appreciate it. ...be able to be on this podcast. You know, I'm, I'm going to try and bring anybody that's really trying to start anything you know entrepreneur like trying to do so like small businesses all that yeah. i'm most definitely trying to help you guys I appreciate out. that you know just you know for anybody really in kent it's like you know i feel like there's people like you know on the low doing it mm-hmm. like you know i feel like tj yeah. was on the low before he started making a page and all that but i mean i feel like if you make a page next step is really just youtube and I yeah think, i think you guys could really get into it just might as well just do the reviews yeah i was telling tj to do it um i was telling him like we talked. We had a talk a few months ago. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I think he would be in a good position to be doing it just because he's a really energetic guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he'd be sure. very good on camera, and um, you know, he knows you know his cousins Johnny and all that. Oh, so yeah, with Johnny, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, exactly. So I think he could probably get like one, at least one shout out, oh, yeah. and that would probably help just you know kickstart it. Oh, yeah. um, but I think he'd be a good personality for it too. Mm-hmm. I think. Him more so would be more of like a sneaker content thing in general. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Richie Lee, I would say. Yeah, exactly. Kinda, you know, I can see, I can see it. Yeah, what I was trying to do was more of a um, uh, for this channel at least. I mean, I have other kind of projects in mind, but that's for the longer future thing. Yeah, you don't have to tell all of them yeah. your your plans, but gotcha. It's um, mostly for like reselling tips, mm-hmm. so um, just kind of helping people. Because uh, if you go on YouTube, there is a lot, especially in the last year, of people trying to teach people how to resell mm-hmm. sneakers. Um, or some people are, are like not even doing it full time. They're just mm-hmm. like, let me test out the sneaker resell side hustle. Yeah. Um, and then none of them give you actually good advice on how to do it, except for I saw one video. And the reason I say that is no hate towards these like content creators. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just doing their thing. But um, if the advice you gave when I tried to get into reselling, for example, I looked up all these videos. Mm-hmm. Um, none of them helped me at all. <laughs> and I was brand fucking new dude. with no knowledge. I took the knowledge and I'm like, I already knew that because it was common sense. It was like dead stock probably, like the terminology or like what was it? It, it was, was um, it was like one of the things, it was this, and this is a local dude actually. I'm not going to say the name because oh, yeah, he's going to hate on me. But, um, <laughs> but basically like he was like, Number one tip, and he does it in every video. That, and this is another thing. All of them do this, where they mm-hmm. say the same advice, just disorganized. Just different, different ways of saying yeah, it. It's the same thing. in every video for like six months straight. And they say, but, it's, a new, it's a new tip, guys. Just yeah, and they just title it differently. But mm-hmm. the one thing that I always go back and laugh about is when they all say the same thing, which is go buy bulk deals. And it's like, that's like their biggest tip of advice. Go buy bulk deals. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Any fucking person could figure that out. Mm-hmm. Like no, like, oh wow, I'm buying more, and you're gonna give me a better deal because yeah. I'm buying all of your stuff. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? Like that's like <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Anyone like this is what I mean by like that kind of stuff. Though I feel like it's so commonsensical that you know a ten year old could know it mm-hmm. or understand that without yeah. having to give it much thought. Yeah. Which is why I say anyone can resell. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really just more so like I think it's more of like a um, not like a tactic thing, mm-hmm. being good at reselling. I think it's more so of a mentality than mm-hmm. it is um, having different methods of going about stuff. Yeah. 
Because, um, like, obviously, if you have different methods that work, you need to figure those out for your business to succeed, um, especially long term. Yeah. But a lot of these tactics that a lot of these guys are succeeding with, you cannot get as a new reseller. Yeah. Um, great example is, um, shout out to Sheik's Closet. Yeah, um, Sheik. Dude's fucking famous. My day, yeah. Um, but he, uh, his tactics and methods, no one else is fucking capable yeah, of nobody, doing that. Because he has plugs. He has specific yeah. people yet. That's something you can't just get you know um something he told me a while ago was it was like during the summer i think he told me it's like even if he told everyone who his plug was his plug wouldn't even work with them yeah so it's like even if you did know where he was getting his stuff it doesn't mean especially this is especially if you're brand fucking new Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you're gonna go be able to do what he's doing you can always build your way up to what he's doing i guess um you can build your way up to be any of the resellers any of us but uh, it's not hard at all mm-hmm. but um it's more so the way you get there is by having the correct mentality not having the ultra secret methods yeah um so i would say it's really just about being smart um genuine and um it's a good word i think i guess serious this is all those basically I, I think going along you know with you were saying, I think really when it comes to anything, really when it comes to something that you're trying to get into, I think it's all networking, really. Like, yeah. you got to know the right people. You got to build up your rep. Because I, I, I know for a fact, you know, Madea or Sheik's Closet, he didn't start off with knowing everybody. Yeah. You know, everybody yeah, no starts. I think everybody starts. Yeah, for sure. Everybody starts from ground zero. Yeah. And then you work your way up. You right. build your network. Like, TJ, I think... Yeah, he's been doing, you know, buying all these shoes and all that. But I think when he started, you know, picking up, you know, hiring people to go with him, Mm -hmm. I think that's when it started booming for him. Because just because, you know, he gets to know, oh, he knows every, the Foot Locker people know him by his first name. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, just everything, you know, starts going. I think when you say mentality, I agree with that. Just because I think if people are so easy to give up it's you know they're not really going to go anywhere after like one you miss a drop or something then you're going to be like oh I give up yeah I think reselling is more or less like it's more it's kind of like a lifestyle you got to just wait it out you know yeah yeah really like you said networking is um, probably one of the biggest things you have to focus on especially as a new page but even when you have established yourself no matter what checkpoint you're at um, like for example I would say I'm at like checkpoint C um and you i don't know what the fuck the last checkpoint is but um you know wherever you're at networking is super important as long as you want to keep growing Mm -hmm. um if you don't want to keep growing obviously i guess you can just keep what you have um yeah but i mean i think everybody's end goal should be you know at least reach the max i mean i guess some people have a goal of oh 1000 followers you know then maybe they're (laughs) cool with it but i mean personally if i was getting into anything and i want to be good or great at something i'm gonna continue to keep on working at it right you know so i mean what would you, I mean, you're on Instagram, mm-hmm. so is that the only place that you're really on or for your, uh, I guess, your sneaker page? Yeah, I, I don't really use Facebook or mm-hmm. OfferUp. Um, I used both of them when I was newer just because I was struggling to, you know, make sales. Oh, yeah. um, nowadays, making a sale is like clockwork, I would say, so yeah. um, I don't really utilize any other platform. I have a TikTok, but I don't really use it. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the only reason I've been posting on it a couple times recently is because um, on Instagram, you know how you can do reels and it's like the same thing as a TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I don't know why it's like my music options are all these like fucking random it's like i go on under like hip-hop or rap uh-huh. or pop or anything yeah. and it's like okay i expect tre- or trending music and mm-hmm. it's music like you've never fucking heard of like some just like, what some fuck german you fucking <laughs> euro pop and i'm they like probably think you're from germany or something man. i think i got like low-key banned from using music or something because must be american music probably they're probably oh he probably uses too much profanity in there, so yeah, yeah. Bro, i don't even know but um mm-hmm. i only use instagram for selling and then like i said i'll be starting the youtube thing mm-hmm um i mean you want to give your uh i mean we, we could plug in your name later too but i mean if you want to plug in your uh instagram name we could just okay it's a uh, soul sneakers 206 soul is in um soul korea mm-hmm. south korea so s-e-o-u-l mm-hmm. sneakers 206 mm-hmm. okay that'll so, be the youtube too yeah so okay. it's going to be on youtube soon so make sure you guys check that out but i mean so let's just talk about this the slides he got on today he got the easy slides on, every uh, you know day. I, <laughs> every day yeah for real it's yeah. like your daily it's your daily every day right now oh. ever since quarantine mm-hmm. i feel like the easy slides are part of the uh re, like 2020 reseller starter kit if you don't have them you're not a reseller <laughs> tj got them no. <laughs> see that yeah he's gotta was, work on that part yeah because I, I was gonna say i don't know if tj has that one but no i mean when it comes to the yeezy slides are you a fan of it or are you just um, i mean you have them so i mean i feel like you have to be a fan of it yeah i have another pair too i just haven't these ones just they don't like they don't break so mm-hmm. i haven't worn it yet but i wasn't a, um, a big guy of slides at all growing up i hated slides actually because they would always come off these don't come off because they lock onto your fucking foot. That's nice. Um, and then, yeah, they're hella comfy. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had the... I tried the Nike Benassi slides a couple those years ago. So, those are so... They hurt my feet. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, the quali- it's like... It's the quality. It's just like a piece of plastic that you get off like like cardboard or some shit. I'm like, saying you could like, literally go make it on the street. Like, yeah. go... If you were to stop on 405 and just pick up random pieces of, of garbage on the fucking exactly yeah, tires on the floor, just put that shit yeah. on your feet. Exactly. Just, yeah. No. That's. I think so. You would say this is like your top slide. That was the only slide I'm gonna wear. Time, so. Right? so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, are they as comfortable as the like those boots? No. Yeah. Um, I think they're like, actually, like yeah, probably. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, like it's not like you're like going down and you feel like that okay. reaction up mm-hmm. like that boost yeah. but these don't restrict your feet so mm-hmm. it's like you're you basically feel like you're not wearing anything mm-hmm. um and then yeah they actually are pretty like i don't i don't know how to explain it it's just like it's really bouncy so you don't really have a hard step each mm-hmm. time so it's basically like you have boost yeah. so if you guys want to get into uh, start starting reselling make sure you guys copy a pair yeah, of these easy these, slides you yeah. have to have them. yeah yeah i mean shoot what's What's the go-to uh, sneaker coat re- reseller? Like, what's their, like, starter kit, if you had to say? So, we're going to start from the bottom. Starter kit. We're going <laughs> to, like, I mean, think about it. Okay, let's, like, throw it back um, to it. This is, like, my middle school days when the starter <laughs> kit things were happening. But, I mean, okay, so starting from the bottom, we got the Yeezy Slides. Yeah, uh, yeah, Yeezy Packs Slides. jeans? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, the it? biker jeans? Oh, the biker. Hell, hell no. Um, you need uh, iPhone portrait mode. That's okay. that's definitely on the starter kit. Mm-hmm. Grass rug. Grass rug. Oh, everyone like the take, off-white thing? They, everyone <laughs> takes a picture with the off-white rug. Yeah. Um, Shit, what else? Shit. I, that's pretty much all I can think of. I mean, one thing before, for anyone that is getting into reselling, um, this isn't reselling anything, or this is actually just a business tip in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to be able to track your finances uh, properly. Mm-hmm. 
So especially if you start moving through high unit volume. Um, so get good with Excel yeah. or get okay with Excel. It's really easy to be able to make a spreadsheet. Um, and then for reselling, you basically like, if you don't have that spreadsheet, I know a lot of people that they kind of had an idea of what they were making for a while, but it would never add up to what's actually in their pocket because they weren't keeping proper track of, track of it. They yeah. were just kind of mentally keeping up with it. That's mostly like teenagers and stuff. Yeah, that was me, I think. Yeah. I, I probably <laughs> lost a couple of, nah, so you know a crazy story was the Turbo Greens back then? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I sold them for, I think, 250 each. <laughs> but now they're like, yeah, what? Like five something. 500, and it's just like, yeah. man, I could have done with my profit and all that, but yeah. I mean, I thought that shoe was clean too, but it's Yeah, like, same. You know, they but then fire. I was just like, oh, fuck. But no one wanted them. I don't know why. I, don't, I thought they were clean. I mean, That's the new ones are too. coming out, too. You saw the... The Hyper the, Royals, right? Yeah. Yeah, those are... You like those ones? Those are crazy. I love yeah. those. I mean, okay, so the new... I mean, what shoes are coming up right now is... Or recent, I guess. Soon? Isn't the S, those Dunks, right? I'm checking yeah, the There's like a right bunch now. of different Dunks coming out. I mean, what do you feel about Dunks? Uh, I've always been a dunk guy. Actually, I grew really? up really liking dunks. So you were in the dunk phase with everybody because I wasn't. Really- I was. Um, so when the dunks started getting popular, about it, I think it was like a year ago, mm-hmm. like a little over a year ago. Yeah. I was happy to see it because it's like whenever you see like if you know an artist, for example, and they're not like booming yet, but you've been fucking with them for a long time, yeah. and they just start to blow up. That's kind of how it was with me and dunks. Um, I was trying to build up my dunk collection right before fucking dunks started blowing up. Really? Uh, yeah, and it was bad timing, so I stopped. Um, I'm just now I'm still just waiting for it. Yeah. But um, I used to fuck with dunks a lot, so I used to fuck with dunks and fours mostly, mm-hmm. mostly fours. But um, so yeah, it seems like fours. And <laughs> yeah, you go I love too, fours. I yeah, but um, seeing the dunk craze blow up, it's cool to see. But also, I think it's really fucking dumb. Because, um, well, for people who don't know, like the new sneakerheads or fake sneakerheads that I, I call people out for it all the time because they're not OG sneakerheads. Oh, yeah. But, um, which is fine, but, like, don't act like you are. This yeah. is, like, a direct message to everyone. Oh, yeah. But, um... <laughs> he said direct. So I'm fine to everybody. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. Oh, yeah. Um, but dunks back in the day were really as big as Jordans at one point. Like, they mm. were... They were huge. Like, so what year would you say that is? Like 20... Uh, late 20... Um, I would say like late 2000s and like mid 2000s were like the biggest. And then probably like... Um, again, maybe the beginning of the 2010s. But mm-hmm. I think that's when I really started falling off. I th- yeah, because 2011... No, I feel like 2012, 2013. That's when I started middle school. And that's when I feel like threes were popping. Yeah, but threes were really threes, big. Right? Back then. Yeah. Uh, white cement threes... Black cement threes, yeah. but that was—that's my thing with threes too. Hmm. There's no other good colorway other than those well, two. Well, <laughs> I, I like other colorways, but no one else likes other colorways. Like for example, so what's a sleeper pick? Yeah, what, yeah, I would, I would say uh, for threes. Uh, I mean, okay, let's. I, I'm gonna try and think of some too. Mocha Just, threes are okay. Mocha threes, I could. I could those were one of my favorite shoes back. Um, those actually really like uh, a lot of Jordans, like that aren't OG colorways, but they came out a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know why no one used to fuck with them. Back then, though, like, lifestyle colorways weren't really the move. It was, like, basketball colorways. Um, stuff like that you would want to match with your jersey oh, kind yeah. of stuff. I think so, like, that's... Mochas were not popular back then. I think if Mocha ones came out in 2004, no one would fucking care. Yeah, I feel like the only reason why 
people like the Mocha Ones now is Travis. Travis, yeah. obviously. You, it's crazy, I think, how, you know, one person really just starts a trend. Because I feel like he was another person who was big on the SB wave, and that's why it, you know, popped off. Yeah, that's another reason why I think it's, and, and I hate that everyone's getting on it. Not like hate, but it's like really inorganic. It's, it's annoying, huh? Like It's, it's annoying like, to see from someone who like really You already had it, right? Them. Yeah, that's what I would say like with, with, when it came to Jordans or not even that, it was like, I feel like nowadays it's more of people are getting into it because it's the popular thing to do. Not because they exactly. like it. And yeah. I think that's what a lot of OG sneakerheads are like, oh, fuck, you know? It's yeah, like, I mean, it's, one of those things, like I, I talk to my, I rant to my girlfriend about this all the time. I'm yeah. fucking, if, probably she's probably sick of it. But, yeah. Um, I hate like I don't have a problem with like people being new sneakerheads, and I don't have a problem with people saying they are sneakerheads, even if they're just doing it because it's popular. Mm-hmm. Um, my problem is when you start to act like you're a part of the people that really grew into this organically. Mm-hmm. Um, we are all sneakerheads at the end of the day, no matter when you started. And I love seeing new sneakerheads for the fact that it keeps the community and culture going. But um, because if they didn't pop up, like people thought the same of all of us when we were brand new as kids. So it's like you have to be stupid to hate on people just because they're new. Yeah. My problem is when people start. I just hate fake, um, fake people in general, but also just fake uh, common interest. Mm -hmm. So it's like when you start to act like you care about these certain things that you don't. The only reason you like this is also the difference between a hype beast and a sneakerhead. Mm-hmm. A hype beast is doing it because obviously it's hype, yeah. um, and sneakerheads are doing it because there's like some other reason behind the either the culture of it, um, the history behind it, or they just genuinely have a passion for sneakers, um, sneakers in general on a general basis. So that might be like the model and design. Mm-hmm colorways um or it could be the history and culture but hypees don't care about any of that they, they care about the price, the price tag the money yeah yeah i think that's one thing i didn't like about actually i felt the same way like when i was in high school because i feel like that's when i really was trying to resell and all that mm. just because so like i mean do you have a crazy story when you were like on you know offer up days or you know facebook days I yeah mean, for me it was ebay ebay okay, back in it. the day it was ebay like um or like bro like 2005 time mm-hmm. it was ebay we didn't have offer up at the time uh-huh. um, so it's all online or stuff. facebook really yeah. yeah um ebay was like what stock is is now yeah. um but back then it was way harder to determine the price mm-hmm. i remember a big common rule of thumb for a lot of shoes was just like add 50 dollars on top of retail so like that was that was like not actually what you could probably get for it but if you're just fucking with people who are like actual sneakerheads and they weren't trying to resell they were just trying to get the shoe and then they didn't want it anymore or they thought they would hook someone else up with it just put top 50 just put 50 on top it was a super easy rule that's nice I feel, man it was about was... hooking people up not, it wasn't not about for profit right which i know it's like it's ironic um or contradicting to, for me to say it because now I'm because you you're know, reselling it. yeah I'm reselling it's my like my but I think it's job. a business if it's a business then it's different yeah I mean we can say that I guess it's just like um, I kind of go about it the mentality of like because my also my brand image right now is buy from me thank yourself later and the reason for that is because most of the time I sell significantly under what competitive market rate is mm-hmm. and the reason for that is because I want. I obviously need to make the money. These. I don't buy stuff on retail. Mm-hmm. I don't cook. Like I don't go buy out a fucking store, and I don't mm-hmm. 
you know, bought 30 fucking pairs or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it on the secondhand market and then I give it to people for less than what it's actually worth. Meaning you could technically turn around and flip it for more mm-hmm. based off what I sold it to you mm-hmm. for. And the reason I do that is because one, um, there's two main reasons. One is because um, it provides like a unique interest and dynamic to my business because mm-hmm. um, no one else is really doing that, especially locally. Yeah. People that do do it are trying to make a name for themselves. Yeah. Um, for me, like I am trying to make a name for myself still, but I am definitely pretty well established. So it's like, I don't need to do this ever. Yeah. I can tax people if I want to. But you but do it for the love of the game. Exactly. No, that's, that's another reason. Is like respectable. You got to hook people up because if you don't, then yeah, no gonna... one's ever going to get it like that ever again. Yeah. If you if you choose to stop doing stuff the way you would appreciate it if someone else did it for you, and this is just on a general basis of life, then it's going to continue to happen with other people. Everyone's going to follow that mentality, right? Yeah. And then it'll, it'll just be gone. And then like that wholesomeness of being able to hook... I think that's like a huge part of what the sneaker game was mm-hmm. for such a long time, especially the early 2000s to late 2000s. It's yeah. just about hooking each other up and loving the game and loving what you had. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's like, there's just a dollar sign on all of it. Yeah. I'm trying to, trying to bring to push back away the OG. I, I feel like, you know, hearing you talk about, you know, just you're trying to plug people and all that. It, it, it shows at least some people in the sneaker community is at least genuine for like, you know, plugging, you know, actually trying to keep the community something where it's going to be something sustainable rather mm-hmm. than if everybody sustainable just, is a good word. you know, yeah, because, I think when it comes to, you know, reselling, a lot of people do it for profit. But it seems like yeah. for you, you do it for more of trying to sustain the sneaker culture and, you know, actually put people on and all that. Because I think, yeah. you know, being able to buy from someone that's, I guess, like your status and it's like, oh, you might influence people. I don't know if you know, but I feel like you probably might be influencing the next Richie Lee, who knows, type of thing, you know, because, you know, you plug them and they're like, oh, shoot, oh, well, I got it from him. You know, so I think that's that's dope that you do that. Well, we try to represent, um, I mean, that was like a huge reason for my name mm-hmm. was just trying to represent not just um, South Korea, mm-hmm. South Korean Americans. Um, so really you're, so, so you're Korean? South Korean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I would hope so if I was, my name was <laughs> I'd be like repping the wrong gang kind oh, of thing. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's really about not just my own, you know, nationality. It's mm-hmm. about representing... Um, Asian Americans in general, um, I get told a lot, probably not like a lot, a lot, but probably like on a weekly basis that I'm the reason someone else started reselling and then doing it the way they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not really to say like that I have like a large impact on anyone. Mm-hmm. It's just to say that it's why the reason I started doing this mm-hmm. is working, um, whether it's small or big. Um, and I've probably impacted, um, I've probably had like maybe. 30 to 50 people in the past, you know, nine months tell me this same thing. Um, and that's not a lot of people in a whole general basis of life, but like that is probably more than I ever expected to impact. I think that's, that's a good number though. Like nine months. I mean, I'll take it. No, I, I think in general, I think if you could influence someone in a positive way, and I mean, we, we could both speak from, I guess, you know, we're both Asian Americans. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're more specifically Korean American, I'm Japanese American, but I mean, we, I think we, you know, as Asian Americans, we don't have a lot of representation when it comes to specific things. So I think when it comes to reselling mm-hmm. and you, you know, there's a face for this, I'm glad to see that, that, you know, we have, you know, entrepreneurs that are going to be you know that are asian that are going to be putting on 
other Asian people on with like games and all that. Yeah. Just because I know TJ is another big one, and then I know you, but I mean, you know, you, you guys I feel like are gonna be one of the big people that come out of Kent. Really, I mean, if hopefully, you, I mean, don't say hopefully. I, I believe <laughs> in you guys, like truly, sure. like you know, like Madej started in the position where you guys were at. You know, think about that. Madej's OG. Yeah, he's he OG, but like OG. think about it. I feel like you guys are gonna be OG in a matter of like two, three years. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good point. Right. I think if you guys stay consistent at it, and I think when it comes to anything, consistency is key. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So yeah. business or anything, if you guys are actually trying to get into anything, just consistency. I say. Always stay consistent with your content, with all, like, with everything. Just 